Thank you for joining me for today's recording of Wholesome Erotica. The following erotic short story was posted by a Reddit user Played With Them and is intended for mature audiences only. This is a short story about a school teacher retelling her tale about how she was seduced by a married man. This story contains elements of adultery. Consensual pleasure of both partners is depicted in this story. Please enjoy this reading of Teacher Has an Affair with Student's Father. In the early 80s, I was seeing a gorgeous woman named Carly, age 36 when she told me this story, who taught at a very prestigious private school in Washington, D.C. She was not a girlfriend per se, but we spent a considerable time together for about nine months. Carly had thick auburn hair, blue eyes, high cheekbones, was very thin, and had big fake tits. She was about 5'10". My ex-girlfriend said she could have been a fashion model. Carly had only talked in detail about her sexual past one time. I knew she had sex with her high school boyfriend and her two college boyfriends. I also knew she had the first college boyfriend for a while after they graduated. No romance between them. It was just casual and familiar sex. On the day she told me this story, she and I had gone to a Sunday brunch. She looked great as usual, in a tight v-neck yellow sweater, black slacks, and black high heels. She wore a gold heart pendant that her husband had given her. It drew eyes to her chest. She loved getting attention, and she had gotten attention at brunch. Later, Carly and I were sitting on my apartment balcony. It was a cool but sunny spring day. She had a wool blanket pulled up to her chin. She had had a few champagne drinks at brunch, and she had been drinking my cheap champagne on the balcony. She was a little tipsy. She was always interested in the sex life of my ex-girlfriend Mira and me. Mira was Carly's best friend. She asked me about something Mira and I had done several years earlier. I told her it was true. I could tell she was touching herself under the blanket. Her eyes were half closed. She had a slight smile on her face. She said, I did something I bet you'd like to hear about when I was back home, before I moved to Washington. That got my attention. I asked if we should go inside. She said yes, we would be more comfortable. We went in and headed to the bedroom. I was already getting hard. We helped each other undress, kissing a little. I took off her bra and those big fake melons fell down out of their holsters, nipples hard. I reached up and hefted them, rubbing the nipples with my thumbs. She undid her slacks, wiggled them to the floor. I helped her step out of them and pulled down her panties. She was a little wet when I ran my hand over her sex. We pulled down the bed cover and top sheet. Carly laid on her side facing me and started to tell this story. After graduating with a teaching degree, Carly took a job teaching 7th and 8th grade English in a western Pennsylvania town, a suburb of Pittsburgh. She was 23. She loved her job, her students, being on her own, except for one thing. She was flat as a board. No tits. She decided to get breast augmentation surgery, get some bolt-on tits. She was close enough to Pittsburgh to find a good plastic surgeon. So after her first year of teaching, she got implants on her summer break. They were spectacular. High, round nipples perfectly centered, plus her nipples retained their sensitivity. She went back to school in the fall and got a lot of attention from everyone, students obviously, other teachers, the principal. She loved the attention. In her parent-teacher conferences that second year, the parents treated her differently than in the first year. The fathers could not stop glancing down at her boobs. A few mothers did also, but most of the mothers seemed a little more cool to her. Jealousy? Envy? She liked the male attention. She didn't care about the women's opinions. One couple that came in, Kirby and Doris, left an impression on her. Doris was a stay-at-home housewife. Kirby owned two body shops. Their daughter was a bright girl, 
but was not doing work up to her potential. In their conference meeting, Carly couldn't help admiring Kirby. Tall, 6'2", but slender, good-looking, deep voice, maybe 45, and big hands. Carly was a little bit flustered by him. Doris, on the other hand, was a bitch. Any problem their child was having was caused by Carly or the school or the textbook. Carly tried to point out some problems their daughter had and made suggestions about her studying at home. Doris was skeptical. Kirby agreed to try to make the changes. The meeting ended. They left. Carly was smitten. She had never felt like this. No man had really taken her fancy as did Kirby. She finished her conferences that evening, went home, ate, had two big glasses of wine, and fingered herself to several orgasms, thinking of Kirby, talking to her in his deep voice, fucking her with power, using his big hands to move and control her. That Friday evening, she got a phone call from Kirby. He apologized for his wife's behavior, thanked her for her suggestions. He promised they would try them out. Carly was nervous speaking to him. Her mind was going in dozens of directions. Suddenly, he asked if he could take her for dinner. She agreed immediately. They chose a place about 20 miles away. He would pick her up in the town parking lot and drive there. They spoke a little longer and rang off. Carly was excited. She again fingered herself thinking of Kirby, his deep voice and his big hands. She started getting ready hours before she needed to leave. She wanted to look perfect. She wore a low-cut dress, black panties, high heels, and a gold and red necklace. I saw her in that dress when we started seeing each other. Red and gold, very tight on her. It too gathered her a lot of attention. She drove to the parking lot and waited for Kirby to arrive. He pulled in next to her car and got out to open her door. He had on a suit and had brought flowers. She said she knew at the moment she wanted him that night. He helped her out of her car and gave her the flowers. She thanked him and leaned to kiss him on his cheek. She told me she pressed a boob into his arm. As Kirby drove, she made sure her dress moved to show more and more leg. They talked about their lives and around his marriage and their interests. At the restaurant, Carly had a few drinks. She felt excited, expectant. She felt a new chapter in her life was beginning. On the way home, she leaned against Kirby, her head on his shoulder. She told me she was sopping wet. Her nipples were poking out of her dress. She saw how he looked at her. She knew they would be together that night. He put his hand right on her left thigh, rubbed it and moved it up to her pussy. Carly told me she wanted to pull down her panties to give him free access, but was afraid he might think she was loose. He told her to spread her legs. She happily spread her legs for Kirby's big hand. He touched her from the outside at first, but eventually twisted his hand to get a thick finger inside her, and Kirby began to slowly slide it in and out as he drove. When they got to the parking lot, Kirby pulled out his finger, shut off the engine, and turned to her. He pulled her head to his face and kissed her, hard. He stopped the kiss and reached down, lifted the hem of her dress and said, These are mine. He pulled down her panties slowly and put them in his suit coat. He told her to spread her legs. He played with her clit, pulled her labia, teased her whole, all while kissing her hard. His big hands seemed to dwarf her thin thighs and pussy. After just a few minutes of fingering, she came harder than she had ever come before. Carly told me she was dizzy from her orgasm and took a few minutes to regain her wits. She said that at that point, all she could think of was Kirby fucking her. Still shaking, she pulled from his kiss and said, follow me. She staggered out and went to her car. He followed her to her apartment. When he got out, he walked directly to her, wrapped his arms around her and kissed her. She kissed back, then pulled away again and took his big hand, leading him up the stairs to her place. Carly said her heart was pounding. As Carly was telling her tale of lust, her eyes were closed. She was lightly touching my cock and sometimes paused to settle her breathing. 
I was lightly touching those big orbs, teasing her nipples. I had never experienced the level of desire unless she was describing in my times with Carly. I was pretty jealous of Kirby. She pulled him to her bedroom and jumped into his arms. He ran his hands over her back and her little ass as they kissed. She said she felt so small against him. He unzipped her dress and pulled it over her head, unhooked the bra and released her breasts. He bent down to kiss them and lick her nipples. He moaned and rubbed his face over them. He picked her up and carried her to the bed. He undressed quickly but pulled her panties out of his suit pocket and threw her them on the bed. She saw his cock, shorter than she imagined but thicker than any she had seen. He moved to go down on her but she told him, come here, she wanted to taste him. She moved over so he could lay down. She got over him and started to work his cock. She said he had a little pre-cum leaking out and did not seem to be fully hard yet. She licked and sucked and stroked and kissed him to full hardness in a few minutes. Kirby had his hand on the back of her hair and was pushing her head down in rhythm with her. He was telling her how good it felt. She was so sexy. He had wanted her from the first time he saw her. Carly said he was making her so wet she could feel her juice running down her thigh. As Carly was telling me this, I was fully erect and some precum was seeping out. She would sometimes pause to wipe a finger or two on my tip and take them to her mouth. When clean, she would put her hand back on my cock and continue her slow stroking. I asked if she was playing with herself as she was working his dick. She said she couldn't remember, but probably not. She said she wanted him to be hard, to make him feel good, and be ready for her, and to be hard for her own need. I asked if she gave any thought to his wife, Doris. She said never. Kirby grabbed her by the hair, lifted her head, and said, I'm ready. He sat up, kissed her, and rolled off the bed. He got a condom out of his pants and put it on his thick cock. He told Carly to move up the bed and to spread her lips. He got behind her, positioned his cock, and, and pushed into her quickly. She said she felt as if a log had gone into her. A warm, velvety log. He started to slowly fuck her, holding her hips, sometimes reaching under her to touch her clit, sometimes playing with her tits, sometimes pulling her hair gently. He played with her body, enjoying it. He talked to her, telling her things she liked to hear. She was beautiful, she was sexy, he wanted her, she felt so good. He told her she was the best looking woman he had ever seen. He felt so lucky to be with her. As he talked, he began to work her harder. His thrusts got harder, his touches got stronger. He pulled her hair harder. He started to tell her he knew she wanted to fuck him. He asked her, you wanted to fuck me that night, didn't you? Carly said his aggressive demeanor turned her on as never before. She said, yes, I wanted to fuck you that night, and confessed she had played with herself that night thinking of him. He said, I knew you were a slut, showing off those big tits. You're a slut, aren't you? I was taken aback hearing her tell me this. Carly liked sex, but seemed to be selective in her bed partners. I never thought of her as a slut. Her response to his question was, fuck yes, I'm a slut. I'm your slut. Fuck me, Kirby. Carly said Kirby started to hammer her pussy without a break. He started to pull her hair, calling her a slut, a whore, a cock teaser. He told her to admit it. Carly said she started saying yes, she was all those things. Carly said her saying those things caused Kirby to go wild. He grabbed the panties and rubbed them on her face. He screamed, you fucking whore, and began fucking her furiously. She said her body was being driven toward the headboard with each thrust. He gave a final yell of fuck and held his dick in her as far as it would go, gripping her hips to keep them from moving away from his cock. She felt his cock throbbing and knew he was coming. This set her off and she started to come. He screamed, Come on my hard cock, you beautiful slut. Come on it now. Carly said she felt a fire go through her body and her vision went dim. She yelled something about his cock being so big and she lost all of her strength. Carly said her arms gave out and her head flopped down to a pillow. She started to cry. 
He pulled out of her, came up beside her and stroked her hair. She straightened out and laid down on her stomach sobbing. Kirby put an arm around her and apologized for hurting her. She sputtered he didn't hurt her. She was just so happy. She rolled to him and they kissed for minutes. She said Kirby got up and went to the bathroom, removed the rubber and cleaned his cock. Kirby turned out the lights and got into bed with Carly under the covers. They slept through the night. In the dim early hours of morning, Carly and Kirby made love. Carly said Kirby left her before sunrise. She slept until late morning. Kirby called later that day, and they talked about how they were going to proceed. She said they decided to meet whenever Doris and his daughter went back to Ohio, but they would only meet at her apartment. No more dates. I asked how long did this go on. Carly said into the spring. She said Doris heard that Kirby was seen with a young woman at a restaurant in the fall. She started hectoring Kirby and accusing him of his cheating. She threatened a divorce if the rumor was true. Kirby didn't want a divorce as he was afraid Doris would leave Pennsylvania and go back to Ohio with his daughter. Carly didn't want the affair to be revealed, and she would probably lose her job. It ended with a phone call one night. Carly applied for a teaching job at a private school in Washington, D.C. She got the job and moved there that summer. By the end of the story, Carly was weepy. I hauled her as she cried. She said she still thought of Kirby from time to time, but she knew when they were together that it would not last. We fell asleep holding each other. When we woke up, she showered. I joined her and we had some clean, hygienic shower sex. Carly got dressed and went back to her house in D.C. Her husband called her later to tell her he got safely to his apartment in Denver where he was working at that time. After they talked, she called me to say goodnight and asked me if I thought she was a slut. I said no. The story came in heavy with a theme of marital cheating, which I understand may be polarizing for some readers. Nevertheless, I enjoyed this style of story of a story sort of writing. If you enjoyed this reading and commentary, please consider following for our future content and sharing with your sex-positive friends. If you have a short story you would like me to read or have any suggestions for improvement, please leave a review or send a message to me on social media.